Welcome back to Secondhand Therapy. I want to remind you that we are not doctors, therapists, uh, professionals in any way. Yeah, true story. True story. Yeah, we're just a couple of guys uh, going through it. (laughs) And we hope. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Really going through it this week. Hey, I do uh, not want to record today. Hey, join the fucking club, buddy. Play the music and we'll get into this fucking shit. done delete the text thread unmatch unhinge really oh immediately is it out of sight out of mind or what like why yeah i think so because if i don't i go i go analyze you know i reread and i'm like well did i want to who gives a shit it's over it's done oh man i think i I think I live for the uh, the reread. The reread. Oh no! no ju- ju- I love it. Yeah, I, I mean, love. I love to wallow in that fucking. <laughs> well, even like months down the road, I think to myself, like, was that my? Did I fuck up then? Yeah. And then you have no way to. But I mean, your way is way is way healthier. Duh. I I hope so. Yeah, I wish I could do. I wish I, dude. I still have. I know. <laughs> I don't have any of that. None oh, of it. I wonder if. How often do you go through it? Oh, not often. That's no. good. No. Yeah, literally, as soon as like the tech, the conversation happened today, as soon as it was done, it was whoop, delete, hinge, unmatch. Don't need it. Done with it. See, for public things too, and I know, I know, women are really good at this, where they'll just like wipe a dude out of their profile like yeah yeah any picture they've ever taken this could be the father of like all of your children like all eight kids and they're like you never knew he existed he ghost now yeah exactly he he ghost man he's not on one picture of your instagram and like all this stuff like i don't care i don't ever do that i don't ever clean my social media after that i don't give a fuck no purging no it's like hey we saw that you you, you know (laughs) two years ago you had a picture of this girl yeah we dated yeah we were together for, you know, whatever. Yeah, right. she's on my feed. Congratulations, you found her. That's it. I don't give a fuck. See, I've never, I've never done the Instagram purge. Yeah. Um, we well, don't post any personal pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Me but and this I, tree I, broke up. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get rid it, of this tree. Okay, it was a highway overpass sign. First of all, <laughs> no, because like back in the day, I used to post a few yeah. years ago. And then I got off social media. Now that I'm back on, yeah, I don't post personal shit. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know that if I ever went through and did the purge. I don't remember. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I kind of don't. Uh, the Instagram, pur- I get it. It makes sense. But also, like, that's not something I think you go back and look at your own posts. You know, I feel like that purge is more for, like, other people. Like, all right, this guy's gone. Don't fucking... 
Yeah, maybe it's because like I don't think things have ended badly with the people that I date, and yep. so maybe if there was like a fuck mm, this person, like a contentious ending. Yeah, then I'd be like, oh yeah, they gotta go. That makes sense. And yeah, that does make sense because dudes are the worst, and the women are always the ones that are like, this guy's got to get off my feed. Yeah. Yeah, because men are the worst, and they probably fucking yeah. bang their sister or something, and they're like, I don't want him on my... <laughs> okay, but then, let's talk about the sister. Don't do that either, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's also the sister. I've never banged any ex's sister. That's rough. Yeah, that's rough. That's that's a lot. Yeah, I've wanted to. Uh, yeah, it. <laughs> It'll happen. If we're being honest. Yeah. I know, it, um, I know what you're talking about. But um, here's the thing with cheating, right? All right. Because you said, you said, yeah, the sister, like, don't do that. Like, hey, man, that's not her fault. That's the dude. Whoever cheats, that's on them. That's like when I see these. Hey, man. <laughs> if you're going to fuck your sister's boyfriend, that's on you, too. That's on you, too. Okay, what about this scenario? You that's ready? more on the sister, I would argue. They got more history than you do with the man. That's more on the sister. I could be wrong. I'm wrong a lot. Wait, let me peep this scenario. All right. You got a couple. Uh-huh. Uh... And the, uh, the the girlfriend or wife wants to cheat. Mm-hmm. She finds some dude. Mm-hmm. She's doing him on the side. Complete stranger. Outsider. Not a friend. Not a family member. Not a sibling. Okay. Complete outsider. Tinder. Yep. All right. And a uh, guy comes home and finds him. Mm-hmm. Does he have a right to fight that guy? <sighs> well, it, does he have the right... Yeah, but he shouldn't do it. I don't, think, I don't think it involves that guy at all. I mean, bro, some dude's piping your girl down in your bed. That's, 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 that's not his fault. It sucks. It's not his fault. He, he, hey. We have to assume he knows. Sometimes they do. Yeah, I, I, do th- I get it if you're going to fuck that guy up. I get it, but yeah, it's not his fault. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm girl. always That's your girl stepping out. Yeah, I'm always confused with yeah. that when you see it in movies or stuff like that. Like, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. Why? Because you're because emo- you're in pain and you're emotional, and that's what you do. You go after the threat rather than the yeah. thing that ripped your heart out. Yeah, men aren't healthy emotionally. Right? What do you think? <laughs> what do you think we're doing here? <laughs> we're trying to fucking turn the stigma. Yeah. Yeah. I do think in those scenarios, women do do it better when they, if they were to find them in the same, if the scenario is the same, only the genders are reversed. Mm. I think women would be like, you can leave. And then they deal with the guy. There wouldn't be like, I'm going to kill this bitch. It'd be like, yeah. you need to leave. Yeah. you need, And then she's going to fuck up his shit. Yeah. All his clothes. His car. And I got to tell you, that hurts more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When a woman fucks up your whole every every one of your belongings, <laughs> that hurts you more than you fucking up the guy she fucks. She doesn't care about him. No. Yeah, women are just they're just, they're superior beings. Yeah. <laughs> you know what can we? It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I got dumped today. Is what I'm saying. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh God. I mean, you know, you? what's up with you? <laughs> I mean, here, well, here's the thing, though, because you, you said you're a little sad about it. You're kind of in a funk and all that. But you, 
this was kind of a new thing. It's very new. Very new, very yeah. fresh, but it started out kind of hot and heavy. So yeah, we had, I think we had hung out or gone out, hung out, gone out, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. A uh, handful of times, a couple of times more, hooked up a handful of times. Um, great. Always a good hang. Sexual stuff was always great. Very enjoyable. Uh, yeah. And then it ended today. And it, what, what? <laughs> it was like a, like a festival that was in town. It ended today. Today was so. the final day of admissions. <laughs> exactly. Actually, no, I saw her last night and then oh. we, we, we terminated the contract today. Uh, Your services are no longer needed. Yeah. But it's a, it's a weird thing, man, because I didn't have strong feelings for her. I'm nowhere near loving this woman. Right. right? But I'm still that, just that rejection. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm feeling. It's not great. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I'm sad, if I'm bummed, if it's just the rejection fucking with my ego. Mm. I don't know what it is. Because if I'm honest with myself, this girl's not good for me. This this was not, it was never going to be a thing. Right. Because she had... (laughs) I don't want to get into all this. Ah, fuck it. That's what the podcast is for. Uh, she had a lot of qualities of exes that I have, mm. of relationships that were not great. You had some. However, she had the ability of communication. That's one of the things she and I did very well was communicate. Yeah. So you stopped talking. <laughs> Deleted the text thread and unmatched on the hinge. Oh, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You had a little Frankenstein monster going on. I get Yeah. Well, yeah, a little I was, piece of this, a little piece of that. You mm, can't act them all, and you're like, I guess. Look at this. Look what I found. I guess, man. And yeah. she was just, she was bodied up, dude. You know, I told you that. This girl, her body was fucking unreal. I told her that, too. I was like, just so you know, body's <laughs> unreal. <laughs> I like to think that's the first thing you say when you're no. married. Hey, how are you? Hey, just real quick. <laughs> just real quick, just so you know. Body's unreal. Body's unreal. <laughs> After the first time we hooked up, like, yeah, <laughs> she's naked. And I was like, I just got to tell you real quick. Body's unreal. <laughs> real. Digging the body. 10 out of 10. <laughs> would like, recommend. Thank you. Like, yeah. Uh, would you mind if I painted you real quick? Yeah. With my tongue. <laughs> uh yeah, so it's a weird it's a weird thing, man. Yeah. I don't know I don't know what what it is if it's just like my ego just make, dealing yeah. with rejection. Yeah, you know? Is yeah, that we, what we it know. is? We, we know what it is. Yeah. But I oh man. Maybe this is where I don't have as much self-awareness as I think because I who gives a shit? You know? She's one of how many women in LA? Mm-hmm. Like, what the? F- who gives a shit? Because it doesn't have anything to do with her. It has everything to do with you it's and acceptance yeah. and mm. rejection and, and mm. love and all these mm. things. So I should end it at first, is what you're saying? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you have to do is fuck her sister now. No. Um, She's got two of them. Uh oh. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You got a body like your sister? 
And it's unreal. <laughs> and it's unreal. <laughs> Real quick, body's unreal. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, no, but I think, I mean, obviously it has, not, it has nothing to do. I mean, it, it does, but it doesn't. That rejection, everything you're feeling is all ego and it's all inward. It's not outward. So when you're saying yeah. this idea of like, she's one of a million. Yeah, but. One of a, not one in a, let's be clear. Sure. I just, for the listeners. Well, um, with a body like that. I mean, body's unreal. Uh, body's uh, unfucking real. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, so it it is more so about it's not about that. It's not external, it's internal. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Super tight. So work on that. <laughs> work on work on being a human. Yeah, just work I'm on doing it. Hey man, just work on being cool, dude. Hey man, dude, I'm, this is why I'm in therapy. I'm just trying to be a better man. That's literally yeah. the reason I'm in therapy. And it's so fucking hard. You know, it's yeah. exhausting. And like, and it's also, here's the thing Mm -hmm. again, I get it. Doesn't, who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. It is what it is. It's a little defeating to have worked on myself this much, put effort into having like clear and open communication. Mm -hmm. And then it still just dies off. And I get that's like, not everybody's compatible. Right. Right. Also, I haven't dated in fucking like four and a half, five years. So I'm like actually dating now. Mm. Bro, this shit sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. It's just, it's so draining. It's like you put this effort in to like communicate and be honest and try to be vulnerable and open yourself up for connection. And then it doesn't work out. And you're like, well, what the fuck's the point? I got to do this again? Ah, oh, cool, man. What the fuck that? You know, am I wrong here? You're looking at me like I'm an idiot. What did I say? No, here's what I'm going to say is, you know, I'm a big believer. First off, let's not preface a sentence with here's what I'm going to say. Just say it, (laughs) you know, right? And we know that. Sure. Here's what I was going to (laughs) say until you interrupt me. Uh, I'm I'm a big believer in the universe and and asking for what you want and all that kind of hippy dippy shit, right? Mm. Um, You're not, you're not asking for that right now. No. You're not seeking that out. Seeking what? Love? Love and long term and, yeah. and these things. When you're saying that it's defeating and that you put all this work in and you try to like be a better communicator and all that, you are doing those things, but you're not asking for what you're bummed about not receiving. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So you really got to focus on like, what am I after and be more clear with yourself and others. And you are. But more so with yourself, that way you set these expectations up in the pregame instead of now in these moments where you're like, what the fuck, dude? You know, and you're like, well, yeah, but that's not what you wanted anyways. So you're saying I didn't go into it with the intention of a long term thing. And now that it's over, I'm like, well, this didn't work out. What the fuck? Exactly. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You went to a restaurant and you ordered a hamburger and they brought you chicken. I hear what we don't need is another analogy. And then you went. Where's my? That's this enough. doesn't taste like a hamburger. You're That's like, enough analogies. You order chicken fingers. Stop the analogies. Because I said, "Is this what you said?" And you said, "Yeah." And then you said, "Let me explain." This doesn't taste like a hamburger because he has ADHD and he has to explain the same thing five to, five times five <laughs> different ways. Even though we got the point, we got the fucking point, we got the fucking point. The points in my head. I got the point. It's done. Uh-huh. Now, now it's like if you. <laughs> it's gonna hit us with a simile now. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, man. I don't know. Fucking dating sucks. Mm. And also, again, I'm like, yeah, like obviously this girl wasn't the girl for me. But why can't my ego understand that? Oh. And just be like, oh, yeah, just let it go. Like, I'm going to let it go. As soon as I wake up tomorrow, I'll be like, all right, yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. You got to sleep it off, right? Mm-hmm. You got to have the sleep off. Um, <laughs> you got to have the sleep off. You got to have the sleep off. You got you to have, have one night's sleep. You're going to wake up and be like, oh, yeah, dude, I was all fucking sad yesterday. But who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but it's just, oh, man, I got to get a hold of my ego, I guess. Ego's a tough one. Yeah. It's hard to reason with. Fucker doesn't listen, huh? Mm-mm. Mm. Wants to fight all the time. <laughs> that fucker is down to fight. Well, that's yours. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Your ego, your ego comes in a smaller case than mine does. <laughs> so, mine, mine's pretty, pretty confident in the fighting abilities. Yeah. All right. What did you do in therapy this week, you fuck? Uh, I didn't even talk about therapy. You know what my therapy was this week? What's that? doesn't matter. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I, I had a, a similar thing we'll get to that later about asking the universe for something and then not Mm. and then just being disappointed when you didn't ask it right yeah um but my my therapy this week was about ego uh Mm. i started okay so i was up in oakland and san francisco area the bay and the bay and uh hey man the bay went to the bay you know what i'm saying oh god and uh so fucking white (laughs) Too white, arguably too white. Um, so I'm up in the bay, and I had like this little cabin treehouse thing. Yeah, and I was going for these walks in the morning mm-hmm. um, along this mountainside. It was gorgeous, and I was going on this walk one morning, and uh, I did something different. And I told my therapist about it. I took my headphones off. I turned my music off. I just sat in this area that was like overlooking. Oakland and I could see all the way to like the Bay Bridge and it was just like this beautiful overlook and I'm sitting there by myself and I'm in my thoughts and for the first time ever in my entire life I told myself that I was proud of myself. Dude I love when you lie to yourself. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm very proud of you for doing that because I know it's uncomfortable. It was real uncomfortable and I was just you know I've done a lot of projects this year and it's been a big shift in my career and I've kind of like I, I don't know. It's just been been some big things happening yeah. for me personally. And uh, so I just, I reminded myself how far I've come and what I've done this year and, and that I was really proud of myself. Yeah. And I told my therapist I was trying to believe that. And the problem is that my problem with self-love is that I think everybody is gaslighting me <laughs> and that I don't believe what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and I, I was trying to explain it to her. I was like, I was like, you know, it's a lot of my self love is attached to my career because I, yeah. that's all I've, yeah, your career's based on validation. Yes. Yeah, either they clap or they don't. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all I've done for the last 20 years. I haven't had that mm-hmm. much of a social life or anything else. Like it's just been stand up. Yeah. Um, so I was telling her that it didn't make sense to me that, uh, you know, all these people that I were, I was meeting throughout my life. And I told her to, I was like, this is the most ego you're going to get out of me. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, people that, you know, my peers or like agents or, you know, 
bigger people in the industry and stuff like that since I was like 24, 25 have been telling me like, Oh man, you, you got it. You're it. Like you're going to be huge. This and that. And like all these things. And they've been really nice and kind to me throughout the years. Mm -hmm. And yet here I am in the same feeling like I'm in the same position that I've always been in and I haven't really moved up the ladder that much. And if all of these things are true, if what they're saying is true, that I'm, this funny and creative and like all these nice things that these people are saying, mm-hmm. then why am I, why do I feel like I'm still struggling? Yeah. And she hit me with, she goes, do you think that there are people in your industry that are not as talented as you who are a lot further along than you are? And I go, oh yeah, absolutely. Shout out Matt Rife. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh yeah, Absolutely. And she goes, exactly. And I went, huh? That doesn't help, but yeah. (laughs) And she goes, well, that means that both things can be true, right? So all of these Uh people can be right, that you are as funny or as creative or whatever they're saying, X, Y, and Z about you. And also you you are where you're at. Both things can be true. Yeah. (sighs) Fuck. I was like, huh. That doesn't make you feel better. That doesn't make you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, lady, that doesn't pay my yeah. rent. Ah, uh, cool. <laughs> Super tight. <laughs> well, yeah, she's right. Yeah. So Makes a lot of sense. It really changed my perspective on the value that I have placed on myself. I've never thought of it. And I've used that term before, and I've given advice in that way and like all of those things, but I've never applied it to myself in thinking of that. Yeah. And again, it goes with that, a little bit of that black and white self-worth that I have. It's like, oh, if you're not a superstar, you're a failure. Oh, yeah. So which is it, bud? (laughs) I don't see you on any, (laughs) I don't see you on Forbes magazine, so you failed. You're going with Forbes, huh? I don't know, man. That's the one? I just picked a random. Okay, uh, fair enough. Teen beat. (laughs) Well, (laughs) all right. 19 and killing it. I don't see me on that. So, well, uh, all right. Is that a magazine? I have no fucking idea, man. I don't either. I don't read magazines. It sounded real. Yeah. It sounded real, (laughs) but I don't know. Yeah, she makes a good point. Yeah. So, it was interesting to think about ego in that way or self love in that way and how they're attached. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I just never thought that. Yeah, both things can be true. Yeah, well, be nicer if, you know, they weren't. (laughs) But yeah, that's not how the world works. Yeah. And then I brought up you and you're... Here's the thing. If you're going to talk about me, get me on the phone. (laughs) All right, you got something to say to... You got something to say to Papa Bear. You get Papa Bear on speakerphone. You put me in. I joined a a therapy session. I wasn't talking about Papa Bear. I was talking about little Louie. Oh, that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, go ahead. I was saying that, uh, you know, I was talking about these exercises that you've been doing lately. Uh-huh. Um, trying to get, trying to get hold of little Louie in there. Yeah. And how it blows my... M- <laughs> it's okay. His headphones fell off if you guys are listening. That's oh. what happened. Leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> and how it blows my mind that, uh, that when I try to think about contacting little Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Is it is it Michael? Or is it Mikey? What do people call you when you were little? Michael. Michael. Yeah. The only two people that's ever called me Mikey was my dead dad. Yeah. And Brad Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mikey. Yeah. Yeah, I was always I was always yeah, everybody my family still calls me Louie. That's a great Louie's a fun one. They well that's my that's my full legal name. Yeah. My legal name legally is Louie. But yeah, they're the only people that call me Louie. It's my family. Mm. It's not Louis. No, I just said my legal name is Louie, right? And the fact that you didn't know that hurts me bad. Well. What's my middle name? Fuck, I don't yep. think you've ever told me. There we go. Is it Marie? Oh my god. It's my mom's middle name. That's the most Italian middle name you can have, by the way. <laughs> Dude, if your middle name's Marie. Louis Marie Pilates. Oh, fuck all the way off. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You're trying to talk to little Michael. What happened? And I, because you were saying that, like, she was asking you how you felt in those moments, like, you know, to, to talk to yourself to see if you're, you felt safe, if there's anything you should know, you know? Yeah, I was supposed to ask little Louie if there's anything he wanted me to know or if there's any fears that he thinks I should know about. Yeah. Yeah. And I... And I had panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I were to think of... And a little little Mikey, mm-hmm. <laughs> and go, hey bud, how you doing? I'd have no fucking idea what to answer. I don't. My memory is such shit. Yeah. And I would have no idea how I was feeling when I was small, or uh, if I was safe or not, or if anything. Ha- like I don't even know where to begin with. I, I couldn't tell you how I was feeling last fucking monday you know what i mean if you're like how you doing like my therapist brought up grief this week in our therapy she was like how you doing with your grief and stuff i was like fine yeah it didn't even hit me that last week i had that dream and it like fucked me up and it was like spiraling and all this i was just like yeah i'm fine what are you talking about yeah no fucking clue so i'm supposed to remember fucking 35 years ago to be like how you doing you feeling okay here's the thing you're not you're not remembering. You're supposed to envision yourself and you ask it and then it'll like, it uncovers things. You're not just remembering. That's why it's an exercise. You're uncovering the memory blocks that you have to unlock whatever was. I got no memories. Yeah. Here's the thing. You haven't done the exercises yet, <laughs> right? You're trying to do these on your own. You'll get there. Well, we we started unpacking a little bit, and yeah. she was like, so what do you remember from your childhood? And I was like, no, I don't want it. And uh, when I do think of my childhood, yeah, the first and only thing that usually comes to mind is 12 and discovering dad dead. That's your, that's that's, your oldest memory. That is the, that's not only my oldest memory, but yeah. like where I go automatically yeah i mean that's a big one that makes sense yeah yeah um and then when i think back to childhood i i don't have like memories ingrained in me but i can definitely see places that i've lived before i know everywhere that we've lived i can see them vividly yeah but you smell them yeah yeah i can hear it you know Mm -hmm. but as far as like this happened there. I remember I don't have any of that. Mm. And she brought up pictures. She's like, when you look at pictures, can you say like, Oh, you know, this was, you know, blah, blah, blah. This was happening. And I was like, Nope. Nope. When I look at pictures, I'm like, that's me. 
and that's all I got. I never have those moments where I'm like, oh, you know, this is a picture of me at the park. Oh, that was the day that dad and I got ice cream. And blah, blah. I don't have any of that. I'm just like, that, that's me. I'm feeding a goose. <laughs> and that's it. Wow. Um, so there are some blocks yeah. happening. Um, she was like, yeah, that's not normal. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, most people can remember it till like back when they're like five or six. Yeah. And I have one memory from when I was three. Yeah. Yeah. It was me asking my mom if I was still three. <laughs> Am I still three? She goes, yep. Go, Are you sure I'm still three? She goes, yep. That was it. That's Sorry, so God. Yeah, most people can definitely remember before 12. I think most people, five or six is where the yeah where you come online. And I can, if I dig and dig and dig, I can find a little here and there, mm-hmm. but like nothing, again, no clear memories. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's upsetting. <laughs> and um, You want the memories. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I live for the memories. I know you wallow in the sad ones, but <laughs> those, you do. Those are the only ones I remember. <laughs> that's true. Oh, we did it. Which brings me to my next point. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about the disconnect that I felt when I was a kid. Um, being the only kid in my school... Uh, really in my town that I knew of that had a a dead dad. Mm. I was just kind of like, I was the only one that I ever knew about. So that feeling that I was talking about in the last episode about that unrelatable grief that I feel like I carry in the circles and stuff like that of my friends and family, that's it. That stems all the way back to little Mikey feeling like nobody else can relate to this. Mm-hmm. and um, she was asking more about my childhood about, she goes, you know, when you talk about it, it seems like it's either really fun and great because I would have parties and I would have friends over all the time. Like my house was the hangout. There was always sleepovers and people there and stuff like that. I think my mother felt bad that I was an only child and she would kind of compensate for that. So there was yeah. always people at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes, it's either like really fun and great or filled with grief and loss. No middle ground. No middle ground. Mm. And that's how you operate now. Exactly. It's either, it's either all perfect or it's all shit. Mm hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Stems all the way back to old little Mikey. Hmm. And we started unpacking even more about what that looked like for my childhood, like why my house was the hang and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, you had a pool, right? And I was like, yeah, we had a pool because... It was an above ground pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen, it was Ohio. We had an above ground <laughs> but pool. But let me tell you, I've been, I've driven down Main Street. Yeah. <laughs> it was the only pool. <laughs> it was the only pool. <laughs> it was the only pool. Um, but we got the pool after dad died. Mm. And, this, and kids don't, put those two things together you know when they're there and they're having fun and it you know i'm having parties i'm having people over and we're swimming and stuff like they're not thinking like oh we're swimming in this pool because michael doesn't have a dad yeah anymore his his consolation prize yeah yeah exactly yeah um yeah that's weird yeah it, it, it came it just it comes down to like life was good because life was bad and 
that was my childhood. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. It's real sad. Yeah. All right, so how do you fix it? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> now what? It's it's about enjoying those those in between moments, being more grateful about those in betweens, and trying to live in that gray, and not that everything's perfect and great and fun, and everything is not shit and terrible and grieving. Mm. It's about living more in that in between and creating memories in that in that gray. So you, this is something you have to be conscious of and put effort toward. Yeah, because we did talk about gratitude, but she was like, she was like, well, I can tell that you're grateful, and you know, like she's like, I don't think that gratitude is your problem. the The issue is that um, you need to look at what's behind that gratitude. Mm. What are those feelings, and what are they attached to? And this comes back around to what we were talking about earlier about asking the universe for things, right? Yeah. In those moments that I'm feeling like, oh, I failed. Um, it's, but a lot of these things that I don't, I don't really want. I've never had a clear ask for the universe. Yeah. It's, um, I compared it to like asking a genie for something and you kind of, it kind of gets mixed up and you're like, well, this isn't what I asked for. And the genie's yeah. like, that's what you asked for. <laughs> it's that. It's like, hey, I wanted to make it in comedy. Hey, you did. You haven't had a job since you were like, 23 years old and you've played theaters and you've been all over the world and you've done, you've been on TV and this, so you did it. You made it in comedy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but like, not like this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about being more clear about your ask and envisioning what that actually looks like and what you really want in life and in your career and everything else. Mm. Relationships. Um, I don't know what I want. Go ahead. <laughs> but more so, again, taking that step further and going, what are the emotions behind that? Why do I want that? How would that make me feel? And what is that actual emotion that I'm chasing? Mm. You know, like, oh, if I had this, I'd be happy. Well, why would that make you happy? And is there another way to get that? Or how would you even know? Because, again, a lot of times we get this chasing effect, right? Yeah. We think in our minds, like, if I could just have this, I would be, you know, if I just had that. Then you get that, and you're like, oh, but I need this now. If I could just, yeah. that's a never-ending fucking always cycle. Always something more. Always yeah. something more. Yeah. So being more clear about your mm -hmm. ask and, and, and really being as specific as you can about what it is you want and how, does, how would that make you feel and why that's important. Mm. And that's what I need to work on. Because I've had these kind of loose ideas again throughout. You know, I want to. I want to be a fucking. The, okay, got it. Yeah. I'm not like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, dummy. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> figure it out, and then yeah, ask and pursue. Interesting. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Sounds fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, you know, always working. <sighs> Dude, it's so like <clears throat> whenever I think about like all the therapy we're doing and then we come on here and we fucking unpack it again. Dude, it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. 
That's your whole thought? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> the thing is, like, the, the work is never done. Yeah. This is a lifelong maintenance. Maintenance is a great way to put it. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. <sighs> dude, why is life so fucking hard? You know? <sighs> just... I just, I feel like it's like, it's so hard just to fucking exist. And then when you try to like level up and you want to go from existing to living. Yeah. It's real defeating. I like that terminology you used. Existing to living. There's a big difference there. Yes, yes, there is. I I did nothing but existed for <clears throat> a while. Yeah. And you know when I decided I didn't want to just be existing anymore and I started this work and man, it's hard. It's a lot of fucking work, dude. Yeah, but it's rewarding, right? Not yet. I got dumped today. Were you not listening? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it is. Like, I do... <clears throat> I am aware of um, of the progress I've made in myself and my... Um, my... I hate the word journey because it's so fucking overused now, but, like, I'll say my journey. In my journey of being the man <clears throat> that I think I deserve to be. And I think I'm capable of being, um, I'm not there yet, but, uh, I do see a lot of improvements in myself and I do get positive feedback from people in my life about positive changes they see. But fuck, it's a lot of work, man. Yeah. You know, I know, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, dude, hope it's all worth it. I enjoy the work, though. I enjoy... I, what I like is the discovery. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. Really? You like the work? I fucking hate it. That wasn't dumb. You know <laughs> what? I just... I don't relate to it. That wasn't a dumb thing to say. I'm you, sorry I said you, that. You don't like the... You don't like... The, I, the discovery part is so fascinating with me. Like, uncovering <laughs> these... Again, like this week with that whole idea of, like, things were either really fun or grief and terrible and like there was very little in between and how I've kind of adapted that to different parts of my life and personality. Mm -hmm. I think that is so fucking interesting. And what do you do with it? Now, you know, <laughs> cool. You keep that chat thread and you go over it and you figure out where you fucking went wrong. You delete the message thread immediately because I don't need it anymore. I still can't believe you do that. Yeah. I I mean, okay, let's unpack this a little bit uh, yeah, because I can uh, tell you're bummed. I am bummed. Why am I bummed? <laughs> I don't fucking know why I'm so bummed. All right, let me, here's the thing. Yeah. Let me get a little more honest with you. Yeah, can we share a little bit more about the situation? Share, we can share whatever. <laughs> okay. I don't give up, huh? All right. Well, I'm clearly you do, but go on. Uh, yeah, well... <laughs> I'm going to send her the episode link and go, hey, enjoy. Oh, Jesus. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, 
so our last our hangout last night was kind of a vibe check, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, because as you said, started out a little hot and heavy, right? And sexual chemistry, pretty great, right? Communication was there, all that. Now, you've heard me talk. <laughs> Little bear cubs, you know, you know, Papa Bear got a little bit of a potty mouth on him, right? Yeah, you called me a cunt uh, three minutes into this episode, so yeah. Well, well, when you're acting like a cunt, what should I call you? (laughs) I'm open to feedback. Now, so one of the things she brought up to me was, I say bitch a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, it's just vernacular. Like, I stub my tongue, I fucking bitch. Right. Or like you say something, I go, bitch, what are you talking about? Like, it's just, right. It's just a word. She brought it up. (laughs) She goes, you know, there's some misogynistic language with you. And, uh, she, you know, made her uncomfortable. She didn't like it. Mm. And you know, me in my head, I go, Oh, I'm not a misogynist. And that's, and that's it. Right. Uh, just such a weird way to take feedback where somebody's like, he just bothers me. You're like, well, that's not, that's not me. Well, so I'm cool. It, because for me, when it comes, especially when it comes to words, I put so much importance on intent mm. because we're, they're just, they're literally, dude, words are just, they're fucking noises that come out of your mouth. Like there are words that words can be hurtful but if you say a word and you don't intend it as a hurtful thing or you're not calling somebody a name then it's just a fucking word I put a lot of importance on intent when it comes to words (sighs) not everybody's like that I guess it's just the word is harmful enough I guess Um, so yeah when we uh, we hung out last night she had prefaced before like I'd like to take sex off the table so we can, she's like, I'd like to focus on our compatibility outside of sex. Hmm. It's like, Oh, great. Cool. I'd like to do that too. Right. So that's what our hangout was last night. Um, yeah, it was, um, you and I talked about this briefly. I, that's what my therapy was this week was her mentioning like the misogynistic language um, you know, things like that. And I was just like, what did your therapist say about it? Cause we didn't talk about that. I told you in that, my most recent session, uh, when she, she said something and I was like, ah, oh, bitch. Oh, right. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I've heard you say, she's like, I don't, I know you're not calling me a bitch. She's like, I understand. Um, so she got it. And, um, so I asked her, I asked her, I was like, okay, so how do I talk to my therapist? how do I communicate this to this girl? Like, can I, do I say, Hey, the intent isn't there because I don't think she cares about intent. I think it's just the word is harmful enough to her. Mm. And I'm like, well, I can't take that away. I can't change her mind on what, you know, what any words mean to her. So right. I kind of came down to you know, just be more careful. You know, it is what it is. But you and I touched on this a little bit because I was, 
I was a little stressed about this date last night. Yeah. Since she and I had this talk of like, let's figure out our compatibility. I was like, oh. it was real. It made me anxious. Mm. And um, now, now that we hung out with no sex and she got tired of me, did it, did it fuck my ego up? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But also, I understand how nervous I was going into last night because I was, I felt like I was on eggshells a little bit. Yeah, it felt like a test or yeah. an interview or yeah. something. Yeah, and I was like, I, I just, I was real in my head about it. And when I think about that, I also get, I'm like, yeah, how could we be compatible when I'm sitting there like, I can't like fully be myself because I'm in my head and I'm trying to do these things, and mm-hmm. it's a new, it's like a new connection I have with this girl. It's not like we have history and she knows I'm working on it. There's a lot, so it makes perfect sense that this didn't work out. Now, yeah. you and I discussed. Why was I so anxious about it? Mm-hmm. And you had a theory. Hit him with your theory. Tell the Bear Cubs. I think that you were anxious and, and feeling on edge because it, it had a little bit of ego, but it was more that you were trying to prove that you are somebody different than who she had in mind because she's pegged you for, again, this person uses misogynist terms or whatever that she's and you're like well that's not me and now you are trying to show up and be this other version of yourself to show her to prove that like oh i'm not the guy you think i am and now you have to like feel like you're presenting in a way instead of just being yourself and yeah yeah and i think that i think you're right because that's where last night I was so in my fucking head. I was like, I'm not going to be somebody I'm not. But balancing that of like, I'm not going to put on a persona. But I also need to be aware that my vernacular is affecting her. Mm. And finding the balance between those two things of still being myself, but still being aware of what's coming out of my mouth can affect her in a way that I've never sat across somebody and it's affected them that affected them that way. Mm-hmm. trying to find the balance uh, was very, very difficult for me last night. And it was a weird thing. And I still look back and I'm like, cause that's what my therapy was this week was like, how do I, like, how do I go into this in a genuine way mm-hmm. and still be myself? Cause I, I mean, you know I mean? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change who I am for anybody. Right. I don't give a fuck about that. Um, yeah, it was a weird, a weird, stressful week for one fucking date. Now. Yeah. I don't like the look on your face, but go ahead. Looking back, now that it's, you did that, you played nice, you presented yourself in a way that you think that she would want you to be. I didn't say any of that, but go ahead. I don't think I played. I just, I was trying to be more aware of right. my words. Well, yeah, that's. Okay, I feel like you're saying I was being somebody else. I wasn't being anybody No, no, else. no. I'm just saying okay. like, okay. well, you, you weren't being yourself because yourself says bitch a lot. <laughs> and you were very being aware of that. So I did. I called Siri a bitch last night. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had the nav on to get to the restaurant and she was talking and Siri was like, turn left, turn right, you turn. And I was like, I don't know what this bitch is doing, but please keep talking. I'm listening to you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> you're strength one. I know. I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> um, All right, looking back. You know, you played along. Uh huh. And it still didn't work out. Yeah. How does that make you feel? <sighs> Thinking about 
future events like this. Torn. Hmm. Because I think I'm torn between because you and I talked about this. As soon as she brought up the concerns, I was like, oh, this <laughs> this ain't for me. Right. Right. We had this discussion. Yeah. But the other half of it, I do think I it's important to take feedback mm-hmm. because she's not the only woman on earth that feels that way. So I think it it can't hurt me to, in my mind, be aware of if if bitch is going to come out of my mouth of being more aware of the context or tone or any of those things. I think that is a useful amount of feedback, a useful tool to have. But on the other side, I'm like, oh, I, that was that was it right there. I should have just been like, eh, okay. But also. She had said for our next meetup, I'd like to take sex off the table. And then if I go, you know what? I don't think this is. Yeah. It's a real scumbag move to be then like, it's like, oh, I can't fuck you. Yeah, I don't want to go to dinner with you. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to be that guy either because I'm not that guy. Right. Like I, I don't, I've never, I'm not that guy. Well, can yeah. So you're going into this trying to double, you're, you're double proven. <laughs> You know, you're like, I'm also not this guy. Like, I can hang and not fuck you. Like, that's cool. And, and that, I'll also yeah. not say bitch, and I can be cool. And like, that's cool. So you're going double in. Like, hey, I I can be, I can be what you want. Nah, that wasn't it at all. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to be anything for her. Not trying to be, but you were. Um, the whole, just trying to prove that you weren't who she thought you had, who well, who she I, thinks you are in her mind. No, I don't think. I don't think her saying let's take sex off the table that wasn't I don't believe that was like a test. Mm. So when I say I didn't want to be like hey this probably just we're just probably not a fit. Um I don't think the sex thing was a test but I didn't want her I didn't want her to think that I was continuing to see her just because of sex. Exactly, yeah. So um yeah, so when you say, like, I'm trying to be the guy, like, I can go to dinner with fucking, that wasn't a, in my mind at all. Mm. Like, that was a boundary she set, and I had no problem with it because I think it was important we find our compatibility on a non-physical level as well. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the language thing, yeah, that was, a, that was a, a weird balance I really struggled to find last night. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, now today knowing that she didn't feel a strong connection or I think, well, I don't, I don't have the text. I can't tell you. I think that's the word she used. Uh, you know, I'm just like, yeah, it like, yeah, that was the only way for this to end. If I'm honest with myself. Yeah. But my ego still doesn't like it. Yeah. Huh. What you got? Hit me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're ready. Oh, I'm well, all right. Hit me anyway. <laughs> this is what the pod's for. Okay. I think this strikes a chord with you, especially since what you were working on last week or a couple of weeks ago with this idea of who am I without making jokes and having a little bit of relief and will they like me? if they see the real me. 
So what do you think was the real me that I showed her that you didn't like? I think that's it. I think, I think you came, I came authentic. You came authentic. She wanted you a little different. It took you outside your comfort zone. You tried to be a little different for her. It didn't work out. And so I don't think I tried to be a little different for her. I think I was just trying to be aware of the consequences of my words. Yeah. So you're saying that's me trying to be different and not adapting to Mm -hmm. sensitivities in the world. Because you're consciously doing it, right? Isn't I, everything I learned in therapy, I would try to consciously implement. How's it different? You're because you're being so aware that you're changing your vernacular. Mm. You're okay. you're doing that for her, not for you. That's the difference. Yeah, that is true. It wasn't for me. These things that you're implementing in therapy are for you. Her asking you not to say bitch or use that kind of language oh, is for her. You just did it. Cracked it wide open, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So now what? 